Welcome to the podcast series, How to Not Stress Out, Student Edition. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about stress in an approachable way that helps us to not only understand what stress is, but also how to intentionally go about managing the stresses we face in life, particularly as students. Throughout this series, we'll be discussing the why of stress, why we get stressed out and what that looks like. We'll talk about the emotional side of stress and how to manage our reactions to stressors. And we'll also see how some students here at the University of Utah go about managing stress, kind of as a chance to see how others do things. And at the end of this series, we'll talk about the how of stress management or what you personally plan to do moving forward. Because we all get stressed, and the more active role we play in managing personal stresses, the less likely we are to suffer with the negative aspects of unchecked stress. My name is Allison, and I'll be your host throughout this series. I am a graduate student here at the U in the Health and Kinesiology Department, studying health education and wellness coaching. In my time in this program, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of undergraduate students in a coaching capacity. And one of the issues that most commonly comes up in regards to personal wellness and well-being is stress. And while there are usually a lot of different aspects that affect individual stress, I noticed a common theme of students just feeling like Things they had going on in their lives with school and work and social lives, they tend to build up, and it can be really difficult to manage those things and find balance. Because of this, I wanted to make this podcast series addressing this commonality that many of us share, that stress is hard. So what do we do about it? Hopefully, the content in these episodes will help you find an answer for yourself. To start off this series, I thought it'd be helpful to begin with a discussion on what stress is and why we experience it. I brought in Dr. Luana Nan from the Counseling Center here at the U to give us some more information and offer some insight on this subject of stress. Dr. Nan is a psychologist and provides individual and couples counseling, and she also facilitates a number of groups, including a mental coaching workshop that's offered through the Mindfulness Center. To kind of kick things off, I wanted to hear your thoughts on kind of this broad question of just what is stress from a physiological point, from a psychological point? How how would you describe that for people? So I would say that uh, stress is a reaction to internal or external circumstances that are perceived as difficult or upsetting or scary. Um, physiologically speaking, um, our uh, sympathetic nervous system, uh, once cues of threats are uh, coming up, engages in the fight, what we call the fight or flight response, uh, releasing adrenaline and cortisol in the uh, bloodstream. Um, this can be very adaptive in, uh, you know, giving us energy that we need to uh, engage uh, in uh, uh, reactions that uh, can effectively address the stress. Um, however, uh, this can also be taxing 
if we stay in this space for a long time. Um, so adrenaline, for example, is uh, increasing our heart rate, uh, rate elevates our blood pressure, boosts energy supplies. Cortisol is increasing glucose in the bloodstream and enhances our brain uh, use of glucose. Um, but at the same time, cortisol also curbs functions that could be non-essential or even harmful in a fight-or-flight situation. So, for example, our GI system is not functioning as typically. Uh, also, our reproductive system is uh, not functioning as typically, uh, as well as other organs. So, as you can imagine, if our body stays in this state for a long while, it's going to start taking a toll on these organs as well as on our immune system, which is typically suppressed during the fight-or-flight response. Okay, that's actually really interesting. So from what I heard there, it kind of sounds like stress can be a good thing. It can it can motivate us. It can do good things for us. But it, too much stress can have a bad effect on us. Um, that's actually really interesting that you bring that up. So I guess to kind of build off of that, to what extent would you say stress is normal or, I guess, to what extent is it realistic to expect certain levels of, of stress? Um, you know, this will, I think, always depend on context. Uh, okay. And uh, so I think it's um, what is important here is to think about um, to what extent the reaction is so to speak, proportional to the stressor that is triggering it. And also another um, aspect to consider again is whether or not this response becomes chronic or if the individual stays in this state for a long time. So, for example, um, a response, let's just think about the pandemic, right? Um, so this brought really significant changes in our everyday life. And uh, as we know, um, a change is one of the uh, most important stressors uh, in, uh, for us humans. So, of course, uh, all of us, most of us, had some uh, stress reactions to the onset of the pandemic. They were all normal, although I'm sure they were, um, you know, distressing in many ways, affecting our performance in many ways. Nevertheless, although uncomfortable, they were normal. They were normal reaction to an extraordinary situation. Um, however, as the pandemic, you know, prolonged and continues to prolong, um, people staying under the stress continuously, of course, uh, start taking a toll on their mental health, physical health. And so although we're still talking about so-called normal reactions, it's important to be really... Um, uh, proactive in seeking support to compensate for this ongoing uh, stress that we're dealing with. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I like what you said there. And, you know, bringing the pandemic in, that's a really great example of, you know, adaption is a natural process. But when we're forced to adapt for so long, it can bring those negative consequences with it. I guess... That actually makes a lot of sense, and I appreciate you bringing that up because it, sometimes when I t 
talk with students and when I work with students um, in a coaching facilitation kind of a aspect that comes up is like I shouldn't be stressed. Well, some stress is normal. It's 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 okay to feel stressed out from time to time. It's it's when it it's when we're forced to adapt for so long that it take starts taking those that negative toll. Um, and that's kind of brings me to my next question of, you know, you'd mentioned it's important for us to be able to recognize those things. I guess for students specifically, um, what are some things that you've noticed in students when, you know, that stress isn't managed very well, when we've been adapting for so long and, you know, those coping strategies aren't quite working well? Yes. So, um, as I said, it's, um, it's really important to be able to, to recognize a stress when it's present, to recognize stress reactions and engage in, in um, managing the stress. Uh, some very common signs are uh, emotional uh, reactions such as apathy, anxiety, irritability, changes in mood, um, and uh, cognitive changes are very common are difficulty focusing, mental fatigue. Um, sometimes behave- we see behavioral changes such as withdrawal or acting out. Um, or we can see physical changes, such as symptoms um, of exhaustion, headache, insomnia, um, difficulties with appetite, um, vomiting, um, illness, getting um, sick more frequently because our immune system is suppressed. So um, it's really important to pay attention to, to these signs and intervene early before they escalate. I would say that um, some of the most uh, common things uh, we notice in students who come to UCC, um, uh, and unfortunately sometimes it's um, already um, at a time when stress has escalated, when the reactions are pretty intense, and uh, typically that's um, associated with burnout, which is experienced as a state of energy depletion, um, just feeling like there's um, uh, the individual has nothing more to give, has been drained emotionally, mentally, physically, uh, sometimes questioning uh, their academic path or career path, um, or sometimes it may even come to the verge of crisis because prolonged uh, a state of stress can uh, lead to feeling to a subjective feeling of uh, overwhelmed, of um, you know, feelings of um, being um, not having control, losing control, uh, feeling very discouraged and uh, hopeless and helpless. Um, we also see pretty significant uh, anxiety and sometimes um, changes in mood that are associated with um, prolonged. Um, uh, reactions of, of stress. Uh, and as one can anticipate, these are typically associated with uh, difficulties in academic performance. Um, and it could be anywhere from just having uh, difficulties focusing, uh, uh, difficulties with, uh, with retention, uh, feeling like, uh, uh, you know, despite the best efforts, uh, the outcomes are not... Uh, as, are not close to, to what is expected, 
and that's because the productivity is very low. And um, we can also see difficulties attending class or even even finding the motivation to engage in, in work or uh, engage with, with others. So this is why it's so important to be very mindful of ongoing stress. Again, even if uh, the stress reactions are warranted and needed, to try to um, be mindful, uh, to pay attention, to monitor changes that are uh, might be taking the individual towards burnout and to make sure that um, adequate steps are being taken to help manage the stress so that it doesn't escalate. Right. Okay, so I guess in other words, unmanaged stress can look like a lot of things, including um, emotional responses like change in mood or anxiety, uh, physical responses like exhaustion, changes in appetite, or even illness due to a repressed immune system. You also mentioned things like burnout, which we're all learning is a very big deal. And it's interesting that you bring that up, how how academics can sometimes be influenced by these pretty negative outcomes of stress. Um, but like you said, it's it's important to be mindful of these changes that happen to kind of self-monitor, I guess, as a way of gauging where our stress is so we can avoid some of those not-so-great aspects of the stress response. So what then would you suggest to a student who's who wants to address their stress and mental health but may not be ready to reach out for help just yet, may not be ready to reach out to the counseling center, for example. What what would you suggest? Yeah, this is a great question. Um, so I would say, first and foremost, it would be important to uh, intentionally integrate self-care activity uh, to support resilience and um, to give the body a chance to unplug, so to speak, to press the weight on that side of one response. So these would be activities that would help our body relax, will help our body uh, rebuild its energy, um, and uh, so uh, that would be a protective form of uh, exercise, um, engaging in and activities that um, help us wind down, um, the interacting with others, participating in social events, um, and um, uh, engaging in, in pleasant ha- uh, hobbies, hobbies um, and uh, making sure that we have um, a consistent uh, a schedule of, um, that integrates uh, all these activities. Uh, I know that oftentimes, uh, and of course this is to be anticipated, right, when uh, there's a lot of ongoing stress, the, uh, many students say, well, I don't have any time. I'm dealing with so much. How can I even have time to do all that? That, you know, I, I have no time for self-care. I, I don't have time to go to, uh, you know, even take a walk. And what I would like to remind, and this is something that I constantly remind students I work with, is that, yes, the amount of time we invest in our work is important, but just as important is our productivity. So um, 
keeping in mind, for example, that if we don't engage in adequate self-care, we can have all the time in the world to do things. The outcome won't be the one that we desire, simply because we don't have the energy that it takes to do good work. So in other words, investing, for example, 30 minutes in some good exercise that helps our body reset will pay off because we'll have higher productivity and we'll be able to do, uh, let's say, uh, uh, the same academic, like the same work in one uh, hour that we would otherwise do in three hours without uh, engaging in the self-care activities, if that makes sense. So the productivity increases significantly if we if we make sure that we engage in this stress management activities. It pays off. And uh, I think I mentioned this already, but I wanted to highlight again, social support is very important. Uh, so seeking um, a friendship um, connection, like meaningful social connections, people uh, with whom uh, you can talk about uh, important life issues, people who are supportive, who are good listeners, get, that can really help a lot in terms of stress management. And finally, I wanted to mention something that maybe many students are aware of, that nowadays there are so many apps out there that can be very helpful, and many of them are specifically for stress management. I would like to highlight... Um, Breathe to relax, headspace, calm. Uh, there are apps to help uh, aid um, sleep, which is incredibly important when dealing with stress. And like I mentioned earlier, can be negatively affected. So uh, do a little bit of search around that and find what works for you. But um, there's a lot of support out there that uh, can be found to, to manage uh effectively until seeking out a Wow, those are a lot of really great suggestions. Um, so things like self-care, making time for yourself. Uh, time really is such an interesting thing. And like you said, when we make time for ourselves, we feel more refreshed and are actually more able to accomplish the tasks we have in front of us than if we just try to plow through all the work without taking any kind of break. You also mentioned social support and how important it is to have someone to talk to. I know COVID has really helped a lot of us realize just how much we need each other and how important it is to reach out. And then there are a lot of great apps that you mentioned that are available as well. Super convenient and accessible. Really, really awesome resource. Thank you again for those awesome suggestions. So just to summarize, stress is a thing. It is real, it can be hard, but it's not all bad. And there are a lot of ways to not only recognize stress, but also how to address and manage it as well. Our job is to be able to self-monitor, like Dr. Nan said, and realize that taking an active role in stress management really is the most helpful course of action. In addition to the many amazing suggestions we heard from Dr. Nan today, on the next episode of this podcast, we'll be talking with some students here at the U to see how others do it. It's one thing to know 
what stress is, but it's another to see and hear from someone else, someone that may be going through similar things as you are, and hear the suggestions they offer and even use them for ourselves on how to manage stress. So that's next time, but for now, thanks for listening.